Hello and welcome to the Doc Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Mike DeLuke, and it's my mission to help you lead a happier, healthier, and more prosperous life, both personally and professionally. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Mike, and welcome to this episode of the Doc Podcast. I'm super excited to bring you today's guest. She's someone who I'm guessing you either already know uh, personally of her, her company, Mary's List, but many of you may not know the amazing history that she's had in the orthodontic profession. Mary actually spent over 40 years as an award-winning sales rep and trainer for four of the largest orthodontic companies. During that time, she became a master of organization and inventory systems and learned the ins and outs of manufacturers and distributors. She was recruited by a 12-doctor, multi-practice orthodontic group to serve as Director of Business Development and Purchasing, where she saved the company over a million dollars in her first year with them. Mary wanted every orthodontist to be able to benefit in the same way, so she decided to take her experience in the industry and create Mary's List, which is now the largest orthodontist exclusive buying group in the country, focused on helping doctors save both money and time through effective inventory management. The company is proud to announce they were voted as best orthodontic service at the 2023 AAO in Chicago. Full disclosure, when I owned Luke Orthodontics, I was a very satisfied member of Mary's List, and I can tell you that it saved me a significant amount of time and money on my inventory. Uh, I don't believe I ever actually shared this with Mary, but when Chris Benson valued my practice in 2018, I actually had the lowest percentage of overhead of any practice he valued in that entire calendar year. And a big part of that was thanks to Mary and Mary's List. So with that, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome Mary Sautel as today's guest on the Doc Podcast. Welcome, Mary. Hello. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm excited to have this conversation. We've had many phone conversations over the years and uh, going back to my time. I don't think I ever shared that story with you about, no. about my, yeah. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. I love hearing stories like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I thought I thought you would. And uh, I actually, I regret not having shared it. I apologize. I should have told you that because uh, as we know, on the orthodontic side, we tend to hear about the challenges of things and get involved in the stress of things. But those positive stories and, and positive uh, experiences are, are the things that we, we all need to hear and love to hear. So yeah, it was really, it was really cool. And when Chris looked at my numbers for inventory, he was just blown away at, at how efficient uh, my supply costs were. And we'll talk some more about that in terms of the numbers and, and um, what you recommend and how, how Mary's List can help. Uh, before we get into that side of things, tell me a little bit, bit more about you, your family, your life outside of orthodontics. Um, well, thank you for having me. And uh, I live uh, in Texas. I was born and raised here. We are out in the hill country about an hour north of San Antonio, about 10 minutes north of Bernie. And I live with Matthew, my husband, and we have four dogs, three French bulldogs and a tiny toy poodle. Wow. Uh, we live on four acres and it's beautiful out nice. here. Yeah. And we have uh, three daughters. Uh, we're a blended family, uh, Emily and Claire. Uh, some of y'all may know my girls because they've worked with me over the years. Emily is my right hand. Mm -hmm. And then Caitlin lives in Austin. Very cool. That's 
That's great. Um, so uh, actually, we can even talk a bit more about that as well as we talk about about the company um, and how it became more of a family event as well, because I always find those stories super cool. Um, many of you I know know you in your capacity as the founder of Mary's List, but you have a really cool, very storied career in the orthodontic profession, um, which I didn't know uh, even uh, completely in our time dealing with one another prior to this. So um, I know you with A Company, Ormco, Align, GAC, the private ortho sector, You've seen and done a lot and you have a quite a bit of expertise. And, and I personally would say that I think that's a big part of why you were so successful with Mary's List is because you get it from our side. Um, orthodontists are sometimes, and I put myself right in this, a bit of a different breed. We have our own ways and idiosyncrasies as, as many professionals do. And uh, But you always understood, I felt, what we were going through and what our challenges were. And I really felt like you really knew it. Now, knowing more about your history, I, I understand where that came from. But tell me a little bit more about that history and, and kind of how you got to the point uh, that led you to starting Mary's List. Okay. Um, well, I, I started uh, as a lab tech working for an orthodontist after I came back from college. And originally I was thinking of going on to dental school and ortho school. And my dad uh, was a pharmacist. And so he suggested that I go work for a doctor and really dive in and see if I like the profession, mm -hmm. you know, before investing all the time and money. And so I spent three and a half years working with a wonderful orthodontist uh, that he was ABO and he taught me basically everything from mm -hmm. lab chair. Um, I didn't do so much in the front office. It was more clinical, mm -hmm. but he was a wonderful mentor. And um, after three and a half years, I think I realized that I loved the profession and I loved orthodontics, mm -hmm. but I wasn't going to be happy sitting in an office. And um, there was an opportunity back then. It was in the newspaper. Uh, <laughs> believe it or not, that's where the ads were. And there was a big one. Um, it was Johnson & Johnson, a company. And so I mailed my resume. Uh, four interviews later, I got the job. Wow. I was in my mid-20s and had no sales experience. But um, it was funny. A couple of things they said that got me the job. One was that I love to travel. And I had the state of Texas. So that was a <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think I also, I, I sold them on how much I love the product, the mm -hmm. bands, whenever I would make appliances mm -hmm. fit like no band had ever fit before. Yep. And so I, I pretty much sold them on, you know, that. And I think that it's easy to sell something if you're selling something that's wonderful that you believe in. Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I could have ever have sold for a company or been a trainer if I didn't really believe in the products and the mission. And so um, that was my start. I was with a company 11 years. I was fortunate enough to work with Dr. Roth and Dr. Larry Andrews and Dwight Damon, uh, Paul Ganji. Uh, mm -hmm. I was the trainer at a company before Ormco bought us. Wow. And I stayed on for a couple more years. And then I got recruited by Joe Breland, who had been my boss at a company to join a line and be on their founding team. And wow. I was the first rep. A lot of people thought I was crazy that you, know, <laughs> you were going to try to straighten teeth with the liners. And uh, it, it turned out to be a, a good seven year ride. Uh, I got recruited by GAC for a couple of years. And then the biggest practice that I'd called on that was in Texas and New Mexico, they were wanting to expand and grow and add more doctors and more build more offices. Mm -hmm. And they somebody to help 
just wrap their head around everything because they didn't really have a great system and everybody kind of ordered what they want. They didn't, um, you know, really take into account how much they could save because of the size Mm -hmm. and they just needed a good system. And so I, I was brought in, I was with them for three and a half years while we were there, uh, we opened four offices from scratch. Wow! And I was fortunate because every product that we bought, we had an accounting department that they put everything off every single invoice into QuickBooks. And so I would just sit and run reports. Mm-hmm. And the doctor was like typical, you know, orthodontist that I've called on, you know, you're so busy wearing a million hats and dealing with patients and everybody's individual. And then you have all these assistants and you know, OSHA, HIPAA, you know, just all the day-to-day things that orthodontists have to deal with. And so orthodontists would tend to focus on the big purchases Um, and the small things just got delegated and it was usually handed to somebody that was busy running a chair. So it was a side duty. Yep. And there. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And and really not that much thought put into it. I Mm -hmm. think, you know, people did the best they could and they had good systems in some of the offices, uh, but some that we, you know, called on, there was wasted space, not enough storage, not a good back system, Mm -hmm. um, which, you know, no one really ever talks about that. You know, we talk about ordering platforms, but there's a lot more that goes into ordering than just putting orders in Mm -hmm. um, as far as the systems in your office. So, you know, and so we looked at everything and, um, you know, because it was a really big practice, I was able to show the doctor because of the volume that shaving off a dollar on an item, you know, that seems insignificant, but that you use a lot of like, for example, Mm -hmm. gloves or wipes can really, really affect your bottom line. And, um, you know, Chris Benson and and us uh, back in 2012, we looked at a lot of practices and what the average orthodontist would spend on their overhead. And, it was about 10 to 10.9% for an orthodontist. Okay. And, you know, I think that a lot of times people don't really think about that until like what you said, it's time to sell your practice. Yep. And you start looking at those numbers and it matters then. So it does. Yeah. That, that's, that's first of all, it's a, such a cool history. When you mentioned about the newspaper ad and mailing in a resume, I can completely relate, but I'm sure about half of our audience is, is like, wait, what you did? What? Um, but um, as no I feel cell phones, my, no, I know as I feel with my teenage children, it's like, they just look like what it, they, I that, had a day timer. A yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, it's so funny to think about how quickly that has just completely been transformed. Um, and uh, yeah, and because it wasn't really that long ago, but, but I know. from a technological standpoint, mm-hmm. it was ages ago. Um, and I also, it's such a great point because one of the things Chris was surprised by when he came to my practice for the on-site visit, you know, I had, I had an iCat Flex. I had one iTero, two Trios, full 3D print lab, um, fully digital, pay, paperless office. So I had all the sort of bells and whistles used very, you know, brackets from at that point, GAC, they're no longer there and American top of the line wires from these companies. You know, I didn't skimp on anything, um, reliance bonding products, you know, all these things that I used. And, and, and he's like, how is your overhead what it is? And, and, you know, so to your point, I was able to afford all those big ticket items and to buy the best quality, everything, because I was saving a dollar here or there on the other products, which adds 
up. I mean, as orthodontists, we do volume. We do a lot of volume of patients. We go through a lot of gloves and a lot of masks and a lot of disposables. And uh, when you are saving here and there on those, it, it's a huge, huge, huge thing. The other thing that's interesting, we talked way back. I was an initial Fox Fails user from, I mean, oh. early 2000s. I mean, yeah. going way back. Um, and that... Uh, I, I didn't know what I was doing with inventory when I started my practice. And I had a high schooler who was kind of helping me assist start just inputting stuff into Fox Fails. And to your point, you can have a place that, okay, so we were digital on inventory and ordering, but I didn't have any systems. I didn't have thresholds. I didn't have reorder checkpoints. I didn't have any way to competitively price shop other than me just kind of going and searching. And the internet wasn't that big of a thing back then that you could be searching products like this. Mm -hmm. You can now. So it was, it was amazing to see as I evolved, how I built the systems. And I actually built the systems even before Mary's list um, that I built those efficient systems. I just then didn't have the power of the purchasing group. I didn't have the power of reduced pricing because I was just this lowly single ortho doc in upstate New York. So when I then took my systems, which again, you alluded to are so important and then plugged in the, the purchasing power of Mary's list, that's when my numbers, it just was like, it just hit. And it was just so hyper-efficient, hyper-effective and saved me so much. Um, to that point, if you would kind of elaborate a little more on what you see in orthodontic offices as far as, is that what you described prior and what I was just describing where they just kind of have data inputted and everyone kind of orders when they need it? Is that still a really common thing? It is, um, you know, and we try to educate the staff. We have trainers, you know, when a doctor joins okay. and we ask for a survey and we look at where you're buying things and then mm -hmm. they'll give you recommendations on places to save. Um, you know, we, we put up on the website just for a doctor to see and visualize that six products that are heavily used and how they can affect an orthodontic practice, because I think doctors are so busy that they don't stop and look at things like this, like we have and on the six products. And I think it's on the website that orthodontists use a lot of, we took the average price an orthodontist paid before they joined mm -hmm. an average price after they joined mm -hmm. the volume they did of that product within a year. Okay. And then we showed the savings and on six products that are heavily used, it was over $19,000 saving wow. on six wow. products. And, you know, it's mind boggling when you start looking at and, and breaking it down like we have, because, you know, orthodontists, because you see the patients often for up to two years, mm -hmm. you go through a lot of one-time use products and a lot of consumables. Yep. And if you're overpaying and, and, you know, it's interesting, I can see people that get into a system and they just stay with it and they don't really look around or shop yes, or know yes. who to go yep. or who the good companies are. Um, and, you know, we see offices that We'll, we'll start with us and not realize that 53 to 58% of what an orthodontist buys is consumables. Wow. Because wow. of how often you see the patients, you know, doctors will focus on brackets and big right. purchases <laughs> right. and not realize that this is low hanging fruit. Yep. It's easy to change to get better pricing. You know, we weed out any companies that have gray market. We don't allow it on the list. Which is so awesome. our members know it's quality and safety, and we're not going to have products on the list that would put your license at risk or put yep. a patient at risk. 
yeah, you know, nothing gray market. And so it's still quality and we expect great service. The companies on our list give our members unbelievable service because we're such a big group. I think we have almost 2,600 members now. Wow. And um, when COVID happened, for example, we were put at the top of the list because- mm-hmm. And I can attest to that personally, without and no a doubt. And no one ran out of gloves and masks nope. and wipes. And yeah, That's prices so went true. up, but there was no gouging, but still- you know, they, they were going out to other manufacturers. You know, I knew of other manufacturers to connect to the dealers Yep. and we were able, you know, to keep everybody that had an office open supplied. Um, I mean, and and you and your team, excuse me, sorry to interrupt, but you and your team were also emailing me regularly. Like anybody need gloves, check here. Anybody need math, check here. I mean, it was so helpful to have that, that, resource and you as our allies there just kind of fighting that fight for us that a single solo doc just wouldn't have gotten. I mean, I knew colleagues who weren't in your group who were struggling to get basic supplies. I felt so for, I'm so glad you brought that up because I can personally attest to the fact that that was huge to have the power of that group, your group behind me as a solo practitioner when, when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, and just now when we had the issue with um, uh, UPS, right. You know, the doctors were really worried what was going to happen because yep. all of the carriers together are not as big as UPS. Wow. And our dealers were already, you know, figuring out what they needed to do. So yep. our members would still be able to get product. And, you know, a lot of them said, well, you're healthcare. So we're going to be put at the top, mm-hmm. but they moved other, over to other carriers and they were going to have, you know, uh, something to do as a backup in case it happened. Thank yep. the Lord it didn't happen, but <laughs> Yeah, it would have been not fun, but, you know, and that's why we don't, we don't have every company on the list because Mm -hmm. if you go to every single company and try to get their best price and everybody is doing that, you're not going to get the best price from every single company. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. What we did is, is we picked companies that we knew had good quality, good service, no gray market. Um, that would work with us, that would take care of our members, you know, not just have great pricing, but be there if there's a service problem or, you know, just something that needs to be taken care of. Not very often do things get as high as to me. They're usually taken care of by all the companies because we're big and they don't want to upset all our members or (laughs) lose us. So they're going to keep our members happy. Yeah, no, there's power in numbers. um, And that's tremendous. So 2600 ish members you started with i believe 45 was kind of in 2012 so mm-hmm. in just over 10 years or just over a decade i mean th- that's tremendous um that type of growth what kind of what was this your vision when you started it that it would get this big and and this prominent and kind of give me a little more about what that ride's been like it's been fun i mean i honestly never thought the group would be where it is and you know, Emily is my right hand. She's been with me now for eight years. Um, and she's by education, uh, she has a fine arts degree. And so she's a graphic designer. And so she does the website, the portal, the newsletter, um, all the uh, collateral and things for the show, as well as her and Andy, her husband, who also works with us, they handle all the books. And, right. you know, they basically run things so that the trainers can talk to all of the assistants and the ordering people. And I can talk to all the doctors. Okay. And so, um, you know, every 
uh, contact form when it comes in. I personally call the doctor and want to get to know the practice and the doctor and what their needs are. And, um, you know, we, we really try to make their life easier, not just in saving money, but, you know, for example, when they do their coaching call with one of the trainers, they talk about the system in the office and, you know, what they're doing on the backside before orders go in. Cause that's really important. Um, I was talking to an office this week that doesn't have a main storage area mm. and in two offices that they're ordering and they're going to start splitting things. So they're not carrying things back and forth uh, because the companies will do that. But uh, you know, when we were talking about stocking the chairs every week, pulling from the storage around the doors and the drawers and things, mm-hmm. all that on deck, and then from there pulling from main storage, you know, from the the oldest part and then put the newest in the back. They had yep. no main storage. Yep. And uh, and that was a problem. And so you know, I said, well, I said that in a situation like that, depending on your volume, you know, this is a last resort, but in one of the practices, it was a 21 chair practice with three doctors. We had to get a climate controlled storage unit about wow. a minute office just to keep enough on hand because of yep. our volume so that we weren't having to order every single week yep. because it's time consuming. And, you know, we would stock the chairs in the on deck and pull from storage, but our system was once a month is when we placed the orders. Um, if doctors have enough storage, it's easy to go to once a quarter. I have one member um, that he ordered twice a year wow. everything wow. and he was telling me and he doesn't mind me sharing his name he's in austin brian Bullerjack. his supply cost this last year was below three percent below three percent that's unbelievable and you know when you think about if a doctor comes in and they're at 10 and we get you to three uh, and if you're spending two hundred thousand dollars a year on supplies which that's easy to do. Easy to do. Mm-hmm. You know, that's $140,000 yep. in savings. Yep. Or three chair-side assistants. <laughs> yeah. Three free I mean, chair-side assistants, essentially. Right. Uh, I mean, and so, you know, why pay more? You know, it's funny because knowing what I know, and it's not a sales pitch, I don't understand why every doctor wouldn't be a member because even if you don't buy from all the companies on the list, we have 160 companies now and you almost would have to dodge the companies to yeah. not, you know, buy the things yep. you need. Um, and we, you know, we try to focus on the companies that, you know, a lot of the doctors use, like we have Ormco and we have ULab, we have Reliance, we have Great Lakes. Um, you know, just recently we added, uh, 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 doctors had been asking for this and I struck up a deal with uh, Infinity Chairs, you know, the massage chairs. Oh yeah, sure, yep. And uh, I mean, they're expensive to get a good quality commercial grade one that's going to last that will come with service and a warranty because most of them are built for home use. Right. And so these are, you know, they're made to last. And our discount is literally your membership saved probably three or four times over on one product. One product. If you wouldn't mind saying, uh, letting everyone know what is, how is the pricing structured for a doctor who wants to join? Um, we charge a $400 setup mm-hmm. and the standard membership is 1335 for 12 months for one year. Mm-hmm. And then it renews on your anniversary. 
Um, but and that hasn't changed much either. I mean, I remember, I mean, it, again, I've been a couple of years since I've been phased out of my practice into the teaching and coaching, but that sounds pretty much like what I used to be. So that's pretty cool that you've kept that we've, low. Yeah, we've kept it low. Um, you know, we started at a thousand and we only had six companies then. Wow. And, that's, you know, we've added companies. We, we lost some members early on, you know, because we didn't have everything in place like we do mm -hmm. now. We only yep. had, you know, six companies and yep. we kept adding companies, but we didn't have the member portal where you could search and yep. we, we didn't have a newsletter yet. And the Mary's List member forum, we have over 1600 doctors where we all talk to each other. Yep. Um, so a lot has changed, um, you know, where we're different, I think, than traditional GPOs, you know, group purchasing organizations, ordering platforms, you know, different places where you can shop that will help you save. If they don't charge you a membership, they're making money off of your purchases. Right. Yep. I mean, they're in business, not saying it's bad. Understood. You know, it's yep. their business model. And, you know, that adds up to a lot. And mm -hmm. we've looked at companies that do. And then we've looked at our pricing because we don't. And that's why we almost across the board with all these companies can beat just about everything that's out there. I mean, we have okay. several companies that we have wholesale deals. We have several companies that we have better than what the OSOs get. Wow. Um, you know, because I started this 12 years ago. And so we had exclusive negotiations set wow, up. Wow, cool. And they're not going to, you know, jeopardize us and as big as we are. And so I know how much our members save and I see, you know, some might only pick three companies and save the membership five times over, yep. but there's so many places, you know, that doctors, I think they don't really think about, you know, for example, we have a company on the list that Bob Ganji actually introduced me to him and they're up in the Northeast, but they're like Best Buy and they ship all over the U S. So we have deals on televisions and appliances Wow. And doctors that have built homes in our group have said our negotiations beat what their builders could get. Wow. That's and, and every startup needs televisions and a refrigerator for the break room and, you know, all those types of things. And so we try to think of just about everything an orthodontist could need. Um, we don't have everything on the list, but we have consumable wise, I would say just about everything That's and awesome. a lot of extras too. That's great. When you hear you say Bob Ganji too brings me back. He was a part-time faculty at UConn when I was there 20 oh. years ago. So uh, he was a great guy and uh, actually <clears throat> was the one who got me understanding what a great company Reliance was, his brother's company and nephew now uh, running most of it. And and I, I mean, I've been, I'm going to look to get them on a podcast too coming up because I just, their products are just awesome. And, um, and I, I'm a big believer in it. So it's funny when you said that, I was like, oh my gosh, I could picture myself back at, back at UConn with, with him. He was great. He's such a, <laughs> such a great guy. The Ganges are awesome. I learned oh, so much are. from Paul and you know, yeah. he, he really me mentored me. And yep. I mean, at a company we sold Reliance products. And then when I became, became the trainer, I mean, he taught me everything there was to know about Reliance. They're, and they're then, amazing. You know, the way they run their company, how good their products are, how yep. affordable they still yep. are, you know, Agreed. how they're so hands-on with all the doctors and they're family owned, yep. you know, no VC telling them how to run their company. So and nice. We're like that. I mean, it, we're family owned. Um, I didn't borrow any money to start the company. I had some, you know, from a line and things, investments, but, um, you know, we started out small and we're member driven. 
Um, it's funny. Somebody asked me about their retention the other day and Emily, she looks at all that stuff. <laughs> and she said, we don't lose doctors unless they sell to, you know, another doctor or they retire. Mm -hmm. And our retention rate is 97.3% year after year. Amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Well, I mean, truthfully, once you're in it, uh, and again, full disclosure, I have no financial interest in your company in any way. I just was a happy, satisfied member. Once you're in it, it, it pays for itself. I mean, it, it literally oh, yeah. does. And I remember you telling me that when I was calling and initially inquiring about the company and asking you about it. Um, and you were very confident in that. And you, I mean, it, you said if you, I remember you even saying to me back then, many, those many years ago, even if you just pick a couple of these companies, you will save your membership right there off, off the start. And you were 110% right on that. And, and I do feel it's funny. I feel like when you said that about reliance and, and your company with Mary's List, I feel there's a very big similarity there in, in terms of uh, how they're run, the way, this type of service that they provide and their concern for the doctor and the success of the doctor. And I think that is such sadly a rare thing um, in any business climate out there, doesn't just not just exclusive to orthodontics, but to have companies that really care about their consumer. And the vast majority of orthodontists, we really care about our patients. And I know right. I always always get frustrated that I felt like a lot of companies, I was just kind of fighting to get them to help me do the best for my patients. And I never felt that with a company like Reliance, with a company like Mary's List. I felt you were there as my advocates to help me do better for and by my patients. Um, right. and, and that was and, we have companies on the list that, I mean, today I had a doctor reach out to me and she was looking for um, something for the lab. And I checked with a few companies and I got back to her and I showed her what we had, but I talked to one of the reps at one of the companies and he suggested something else that wasn't something they sold. And he said, this is actually a better product and it's a lot less expensive. Interesting. And, and it, you know, even though this rep I know is on commission, yep. he's so honest that, you know, he was looking out for the doctor's best interest. And that's how a lot of the companies on our list are. And that's how we are. You know, we, we know that when doctors join Mary's list, they don't use all the companies on the sure. list. They mm -hmm. may still have a certain one where they love the rep or, um, you know, just don't want to change it. You know, orthodontists, I, I call them scientists of teeth that mm -hmm. are, they're, they're like engineers and everybody likes different things. Mm -hmm. Not, there's no cookbook to it because, you know, you might like a bird that another doctor would hate Yep. You know, or, <laughs> or you like a bracket that, you know, or an adhesive or what, or whatever the product is, there's so much to choose from. And then what, what I think makes it complicated is a lot of the manufacturers sell to a lot of dealers that private label it. And so you don't know what by the name of what it is mm. necessarily who the manufacturer is. When when GAC closed and Glen Rowe that did all of their peripherals, so to speak, closed, mm. I mean, a lot of the dealers were struggling because that's where they got all their O's and their chains and a lot of arch wires. And yep. you know, they had to remake molds and find new manufacturers. That was a big tough time when Glenrow shut down. Mm -hmm. And I think orthodontists didn't really feel it on our list because we always had product, but I know some of the dealers were scrambling, mm -hmm. you know, to make Dynaflex wasn't having to make new molds and, you know, just different companies had to uh, revisit where they were buying their products from if yeah. they were a dealer. That's, 
And what's nice is that you're there fighting that fight for us, because as you said, towards the beginning of the discussion, we're so busy with so many things. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why I've really become so passionate about trying to teach and, and get certain messages out to help the profession, because I've been there. I've fought that fight for almost 20 years in the trenches. And I know that experience is invaluable for me to really relate to and empathize with what my colleagues go through, much like I think your experience in the trenches early in your career really has helped you develop a, a sensitivity uh, for what the doctors and the practices and the assistants and the ordering managers and clinical leads and even front end team members are going through uh, that you can really, really relate to, to those pain points. And I think that's a huge value add. One of the ones just to circle back to a little bit when you had said about the on deck area and then the, then the storage area. And I remember when we spoke, I had, that was one of the hard lessons I learned years before I joined Mary's list when I was saying I had, you know, had someone just enter this stuff in and all of a sudden those couple team members who were the only ones who knew how to order and the only ones who knew where everything was moved on. And it was probably about five, seven years into practice. And they've been with me that whole time up till then. And all of a sudden you look around and you're like, I can't find anything right now. You don't have it systematized. It's not correctly labeled in your inventory software where it is. What's the difference in, uh, we used to call it home in a way. Home was our on deck and away was storage. And what's home, what's away, it was just a mess. And I mean, it took me months of just digging. I had to literally just myself just kind of put the boots on and say, I'm just going to dig through this data. And I was able to figure it out. But the most important thing I did at that point was build that on deck storage concept. Um, and I can't emphasize to doctors enough at, at, at the very least start there, uh, mm -hmm. start there, start to understand that when you order, you don't order things and put them out in the clinic right away, unless for some reason something was backordered and you know, you were just waiting for it, but it should be so rare that you should be stocking the clinic when those boxes come in. Um, and then what we did, I'm actually gonna do a podcast on this and maybe even a course on it uh, on, on my website is we created with the help of my wife and our admin team, um, a, just a list that each week we had a restocking list and it, there was a daily restocking list and a weekly restocking list. And the daily was someone's responsibilities during the day. Oftentimes we'd have a high school student after school, just as part of their, they did sterilization in the background and they would go through the daily restocking list for the next day and just make sure for the next day, we were going to be well-stocked in our on deck area. Uh, and then the, the weekly restocking list was a more seasoned team member who would go through the office on Monday mornings and literally go through every storage area and just make sure that everything when the clinic was stocked as needed and subtract that out of our inventory software system. If it hit a threshold, it would pop up in our ordering queue and we would push the order through. And then we could compete once we added Mary's list in, then we could competitively shop those products and make sure we were getting the best deal for those products. Um, I think inventory gets so overwhelming for doctors sometimes. And I'm sure you see this much more than I ever did because the thought of changing what you order on a particular product just seems overwhelming. Or yes, it might save me a dollar or two a box, but I can't think of one more thing. But if you have those initial systems in place with that on-deck and storage concept, it's really not that hard to change a product at that point. It really isn't. It, no. it, it's, it's, it's not hard to price shop it with Mary's List and what you guys do, and then it's not hard to implement it. So I, that would be one thing I would really encourage 
doctors to do, especially younger doctors, or if you bought over, took over a practice, take that time. It's going to be a rough six months. You're going to have to gut it out. It's not fun. Uh, you're going to have to discard some product. You're going to realize there's a lot of weight. You're going to find things in drawers and places that you're like, what is this? Oh, I was looking for this, you know, three weeks ago. Um, but we did that in the, on the first 45. And, you know, one thing that going back to that doctor that didn't have the storeroom, you know, I told yeah. him, I said, you know, the ordering platforms are great, but they're not in your office and they don't see, you know, what you're, what you're doing on the back end that you're talking mm -hmm. about. And so I could kind of visualize it with this practice. And I said, you know, being that you're so, so limited and they, they're high volume. I said, put your bigger items on auto ship. Yep. Don't stock up a ton on gloves and wipes and liquids and masks and, you know, things that take a lot of store storage because you don't have a lot of storage. Yep. Just have that coming in monthly as you need it. And we have companies on the list that give you extra discounts if you set things up on auto ship. And oh, then interesting. Okay. That's you can, cool. Yeah. And you can raise them or lower them as you need to. Okay. But that helps if you don't have a lot of storage, you know, is Great to do tip. like that. Um, you know, and take advantage of when things go on promotion, especially manufacturers promotion. We have a newsletter that goes out every Monday morning. And as we work with the manufacturers uh, through the dealers, we get special deals because we're so big. Yep. Right now we have one running on sterilizers and it's actually through Shine uh, on with Sycan, all the Sycan products. Okay. Yep. And, you know, they automatically give us this pricing. We don't have levels we have to hit because our group is going to hit those numbers and blow through them. Yep. You know, we'll have 150 come in easily. And so they just give it, you know, the best shot that to get our business and we'll talk wow. to several companies, but shine's really good for the, they've been really good with us with the equipment deals for our members. I think that, uh, you know, if you, like you were saying, if you have a good system mm -hmm. and if you keep your eye on it, you know, today I was talking to a doctor that, he delegates everything. And he says, the staff has done nothing. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what is your system? And he was like, I don't really have one. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, we need to, we need to talk. They're going to be at orthopreneurs. Okay. And so I said, have them come talk to me and mm -hmm. we can start working on it. But I gave him some tips, you know, to get started. And it was some things that he had not thought about, you know, as far as picking the right person, you know, someone that's really organized that mm -hmm. wants to do the job you know, that's good on a computer um, and is thrifty. You know, I'm, yes. I'm a real thrifty person. My yeah. husband laughs. He calls me the queen of the deal. <laughs> well, it serves you well in, in, in this line of work. That's for sure. And he says, you know, you hit your sweet spot with what you're doing because mm -hmm. you love nice stuff. You just don't like paying retail. Yeah. For <laughs> and, um, you know, it's funny. Some of the deals that we've gotten just kind of happened. Like, for example, I swim. And I'm a cyclist, but right now it's too hot in Texas, you know, to get out on your bike. So I'll do the yep. Peloton and I'll swim about four miles a week. And so I go up to the club and swim. And I said, you know, once it starts getting cold, I would like to keep swimming, but we don't, we didn't put a pool when we built this house, we didn't want to have to take care of it. And we wanted to be able to travel more. And so I said, what about if we got one of those endless pools? <laughs> figured out where it could be. And so I posted on my private page because all of our members are my friends. They have to be my friend to be in the group because it's a hidden group. Okay. 
So I posted on my personal page that thinking, you know, the orthodontist might be interested in this thing. And so I put it up and people started commenting and then members said, can you get us a Mary's list deal? There you go. And I was like, I probably could. I hadn't really thought about it. So I posted in the group and there's already, I think 15 or 20 doctors. Wow. You know, and I'm probably going to get a discount on mine. So I'm sure. Really yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, and that's, I think a great example of the way I, when I was practicing in part of it, I would see that exact process play out with products where you would say, would anyone be interested in, you know, you'd reach out and say, you know, I've got some doctors interested in this. Can I get a general feel for how many are? And again, that's, what's great because it's doctor driven. And if there's enough of a, a desire amongst your members, then you and your team do the hard work, put the time in to do that research and due diligence to vet the company, to make sure that they're responsible, that they'll take care of their members, that they have the right approach to their, their sales team and sales force uh, so that we don't have to. And then all of a sudden, not only do we now get all that work done and, and maybe it's not a good company and maybe it's somebody that we can do it better somewhere else, but I felt like it was a huge time savings because I ended up having to do a lot of that. I could, that was just one thing. And, and I'm delegation isn't my strength, but when I, I did try to have team members, the ones who did my inventory, once we had the systems built, do that, but they, they had to come back to me and then they'd ask me the questions. And then, you know, they'd kind of relay the conversation from the rep to me. And I ended up in the middle of it so much that it was just easier for me to kind of call and just, just do it. Um, whether that's you know, right or wrong, it's what ended up happening. And I think it happens to a lot of docs. So it was really nice that you guys did that. <laughs> I didn't have to do that anymore. Uh, yeah. And if it was a product that you were saying that you had a vendor partner relationship with this company and they were going to save you know, XYZ, I, I knew that was the case. And, and it wasn't, I, I, I honestly, I never had a company that was one of your vendor partners that I had a problem with that I couldn't either reach out to them, things happen with any company or to you all and say, hey, look, this is going on. I remember one was a retainer case and a print on a retainer case and they discontinued it. And your team uh, I think at that point it was Emily, she was newer in the business and she, within a very short period of time, had back to me another supplier that you guys, another vendor partner that would make it. It ended up being a little less than the other one because she now told them that this other company wasn't doing it. So they were going to start having more people with, and it, it was like, that was easy. And I literally went in, sent them the logo and I was able to get retainer cases again. And, and that was something, it's a small example, but those are big headaches and pain points for a busy doctor and a busy practice when now you don't have retainer cases anymore. Where are you going to get them? How you figure out if they're good, if they're quality, if they're cheapy, you got to order some samples. You got to see if the you know, they're going to crack, if they're going to break on you. you know, those are all the little things that I always obsessed over. I never wanted to give my patients anything that looked cheap or chintzy or wasn't representative of me and my brand. Uh, and I knew that if you guys were backing it, it was going to be a quality product. So I don't have to worry about it. So that was, and those little things like that, that um, kind of intangibles, but but are, are a big deal at the end of a day, because you add that up across maybe 10 products over a month. It's a lot of extra stress and a lot of extra time. And and I would save money on it, what I would have been able to get it for um, on myself. Uh, and like you said, no gray market. So where are these things being made? I mean, they're storing their retainer in them. You don't want them being made in a place with plastics that aren't of quality or unsanitary conditions. So, um, you know, it's, it's great. Yeah. I think that that's part of a big part of what we do because my team, there's only seven of us, but we have over 200 years of orthodontic experience. Oh, wow. <laughs> we added it up one time. I mean, my trainers are good. Yeah. And, and, you know, Emily is my Polly. She's, <laughs> 
unbelievable. And she, you know, she reads everything that goes into the newsletter and on the website and the portal. Mm -hmm. So she, you know, it's all in her head, just like with me. And, um, you know, Andy, her husband, he's really good at operations and he comes from hotel restaurant, that industry, Mm -hmm. but the restaurants that he's opened where he was food and beverage director. I mean, they have like Michelin stars, uh, James Beard awards, Bon Appetit restaurant of the year. I mean, he knew how to build a team and just how to connect everything together. And so we'd gotten big enough that I said, you know, we really need somebody, you know, to, to do more of the operational stuff. And we started thinking about people and I was like, he's in our family. <laughs> Why go outside the family? Seriously, we right. Yeah. This guy that is so amazing and he'll be, you know, so uh, devoted to, you know, our success. Yep. And so, you know, we, you know, we have a great team at Winna. She's been with me, you know, God, I can't even think now, probably 10 years, Corey, since the beginning, mm-hmm. uh, we added Lisa, um, this past year and she was brought in by Edwina. They had worked together and she, Lisa's worn every single hat in the office, mm-hmm. you know, from an office manager for years to lab to assistant to front office. To, That's great. She, they've done them all. And so they're just amazing. I couldn't do it without the team I have so that I could really focus on, you know, bringing on more companies, you know, talking to all our doctors. Um, it's funny. Our doctors are always surprised when I call or when they call and <laughs> yes. I answer the phone. <laughs> yes. And I said, well, sometimes it rolls over to me, you know, and yeah, I answer the phone and yeah, I'm a person, you know, I, I exist, <laughs> but they're always surprised by that. And, you know, the, the, I think the thing that makes me feel really great about our company that I think we're doing a good job is we're mostly member driven. Yeah. Because we ask, you know, how did you hear about us on the contact form? And our members, they tell everybody, all their friends. Yep. Yeah. And your your success clearly isn't an accident. And I was when you said that, I was laughing because I I thought the same thing because I called at one point to when I first was looking to join and the questions and, and you answered. And we were I remember I was driving home from from the office and it was evening and we were having a conversation and, and you answered all my questions. I'm like, wow. And I mean it's impressive for people who do that. And I get it if it was 2012. 2014, you know, because you're starting a company when we all start our, our businesses, the, you're all you have. But the fact that many years in, you're still doing that uh, is a testament to your passion for this and and really is is why I'm not at all surprised at the success of Mary's List and how it's grown and continues to grow because that type of dedication and passion and, and work ethic, it just it's just a formula for success in any industry. And I think it's awesome that you can share this with your family and um, and and really it's it's great. It's a, it's a great company. And, and I don't say that for any other reason that I mean it and it helped me and I'm about trying to help other doctors make their practice lives easier. I get it. It's hard day in and day out. It's a grind what we do. Um, the days of orthodontics kind of being that casual, you go in like back when it was in the eighties, when I had braces, you know, it, it, it's not that anymore, but it's still an amazing, wonderful profession. We just need help in areas we didn't need help back then. Um, yeah. And this is again, a, a place where, your company and Mary's List come in is they can they can offer that help uh, to doctors. Um, and again, I, I don't want to overstate it, but I think it's important to restate. I think a big reason why people are afraid to even try something like Mary's List or try is just the change, just scared of the change. And I think they're kind of scared to lift that hood up on what their inventory really looks like. Um, it's one of those things. It's like, 
you don't necessarily want to see that report card of, of what it really looks like uh, because it can be humbling to see just how much money you're losing. And sometimes just, you know, kind of ignorance is bliss that way. It's just like, I'm doing fine. I've got good profit margins. I just want to kind of move on. But when you think about it, like you just said, I mean, $140,000, we'll figure out or we'll get stressed about having to pay our assistants one or two more dollars an hour yet we'll leave $100, $140,000 on the table because we could price shop something that we're not when we could not have to, like I said, we could employ three more assistants than we currently have or give your current assistants a raise or whatever the case might be. So um, I think that's that's great. And and I'm happy for you guys and your success because I know you're doing good things for the profession um, and, and for doctors, so. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, we eat and breathe it and mm-hmm. you know we live it. And my trainers, um, I think they feel the same. You know, we just, I've never had um, a situation where I didn't have the people I needed. Mm. It's funny. We have people that want to come work with us and we're real picky, you know, Mm. with the people that we've chosen. But I think some companies, um, they grow so fast and they get so big people wise. Yes. It's hard to manage. Some practices too. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, Emily and I mm-hmm. both have the same belief. We don't want to have to manage anybody. Yep. You know, we, we want people that are self-propelled, self-motivated, know their stuff, just can get in there and do the job, you know, have the same mission statement and goals, um, you know, enjoy orthodontics, um, you know, and what they're doing and helping the profession. And so we, you know, we don't, we don't lose our, our people. I mean, they stay around, which is great. Cause I couldn't imagine, you know, if, if I got a phone call, and I was going to lose somebody. <laughs> I wouldn't, I would hate that. It's, it shows. And it's not a fun feeling being on the side of one who's gotten those phone calls um, yeah. or yeah. at the office, the, 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 the dreaded knock at the end of the day, you know, Dr. Mike, can, can we talk? Um, right. <laughs> and for you know, for everybody out there practicing, we know that feeling. And uh, it, it's funny, some of the things in my content I'm going to bring forward are that discussion of practice size. It's okay to stay small. It's okay to be boutique. My practice, um, we were pretty, pretty big by from a volume standpoint and 15, 17 team members at our biggest. But that in ways was harder and more stressful even though I had more people helping me do things and I had great systems in place uh, and great people than when I was eight team members and doing, you know, half the volume or whatever it was uh, mm-hmm. as I was growing the practice. Um, and so there's something to be said for finding your sweet spot. And it sounds like you found it. And I, again, I give you credit for that because a lot of people, that temptation to keep growing, to get bigger, to keep adding on uh, a lot of companies, including ortho practices, dental practices, they do that and they fall victim to that temptation. I'm not even saying it's for um, any other reason than they just see they have a product that's desired and they see they have a service that people desire and they just want to capitalize on that. And I was, I, I consider myself you know, guilty of that. At the same time, it's okay to stay in a smaller spot and know your, know your lane and your niche and, and ride in that at that constant speed. And it sounds like you've hit that and that that's awesome. And I give you credit for not feeling the need to just keep growing it because I don't think you could be offering the level of service and the quality that you are if you had done that. And I can almost guarantee you would have gotten that call probably a couple of times. And, uh, you know, cause that's what I just, I've worked with so many businesses over the years and I own other businesses and other arenas and I've just seen it happen so often. So, so right. that's, that's great. So, yeah, I mean, early on, I can remember a couple of times we went on a wait because we just had yep. so many members so fast and we wanted that's to give amazing. everybody good service. 
rather than try to hire people and get those people trained. We just, people can, you know, they could wait a little yep. bit, a couple months till we get people onboarded. Uh, we haven't had to do that in a long, long time because our team is, it, we automated a lot of things, mm -hmm. um, which make it a lot easier. And Emily is in the, in the middle of doing even more as far as automating stuff. But, you know, I think if you have, if, if your goal is, you know, somebody asked me what my long-term goal was for mm -hmm. my company and what my exit strategy was. Mm -hmm. And I just, I kind of sat there for a minute and I was like, well, I know what my long-term goal is, but I don't really have an exit strategy. Interesting. And I, you know, Emily always says to me, I don't know what you would do if you didn't work mm -hmm. and if you didn't have your company because you love it. And, you know, she tells me that when we go to the meetings, it's like Christmas for me, you know, seeing all our members. <laughs> yep you know, all the people that I've known for, you know, four decades, but, you know, it really is a lot of fun and um, it, it doesn't really, the day just flies by for me, mm -hmm. even though sometimes I'm really busy and we have some stressful times, but um, you know, for the most part, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, you know, I know we're doing good things because I know, you know, a lot on the backside that doctors don't know as far as how platforms work and how they make their money and mm -hmm. how much that adds up. Just like I said, those six products, you know, what they paid before and yeah. after. Yep. And, and I've seen, you know, companies that take 10% and if they're taking 10%, you know, the company can't discount as much because they still have to make a profit. Yep. And so, you know, we just wanted transparency you know, and we wanted it to stick with ortho because it's what we know. Yep. And I've had people say, well, why don't you, you know, venture out and take on other specialties or mm -hmm. add dentists? <laughs> and I, I wouldn't know the first thing about amalgams and the materials that general dentists use and other specialties. I wouldn't be able to help people find the best products. You know, I'm sure that all the other specialties have a few manufacturers that sell to all the dealers. And mm -hmm. that's what makes it so difficult is at least in ortho, there aren't that many manufacturers, mm -hmm. but there are a lot of dealers and then they private label. So you don't know, okay. you know, unless it's an authorized dealer, then, you know, it came directly from the manufacturer. It didn't sit in a warehouse that wasn't climate controlled for a year mm -hmm. that they didn't change the lot number. And we saw that happen where a doctor sent us a product, thought they'd gotten it from a company on the list. We could tell from the lot number they didn't. Mm -hmm. And then we could also tell from the lot number that where they got it from, they had changed the expiration date. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, we're real careful. You know, we go to the manufacturers direct if they make their products and sell direct. Like, for example, Comet, they make all of their own burrs, discs, and strips in Germany. And they're excellent quality. Um, they have big margins. And I think, you know, a doctor asked me, well, who would ever pay retail? And I said, well, maybe a general dentist that just did a little bit of ortho and doesn't have the volume. Mm -hmm. They are probably the people that are paying those prices, but we have up to 78% off with them and wow. the quality it's the number one burr company on our list because of the quality. Wow. And, you know, that company has really grown because our members, they've, you know, tried the products out. And they all talk to each other yep. and about what they like. But, you know, we have a lot of companies with burrs. I mean, Reliance makes some really great burrs for removing adhesive yep. that our members use a lot of. And so, 
you know, like I said, every doctor is different. I mean, some people like Euphredi, some people like Orthoply, you know, yep. we have both. Right. Um, and so, you know, we try to, by listening to our members, have most of the needs met and negotiated, pre-negotiated for you. That's that's awesome. And like I said, on the user end, that all comes comes through loud and clear. We've never talked about it in this depth, but I'm not surprised to hear you say all that, knowing what I know about using Mary's List and what it what it did for me and 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 my practice. So that's that's great. Well, how does a doctor? What's the easiest way to join? Uh, what's the easiest, easiest way, to, way to join? Is go to our website, Mary'sList.com, and um, there's a tab where it says ask. I think ask questions or join. Okay, just fill it out. Send the information over. I reach out to you. Um, you know, some doctors say they're ready to join right away, yeah. but I still reach out to them, you know, because I, I like to know what your needs are and if you're building a new office and kind of direct you to consultants on our list. Um, and, and that's one of the things I think that's so great being that we're not an ordering platform is we have services, we have consultants, mm -hmm. you know, with discounts, we have uh, a Staples membership that's included. That's normally $299 a year. That's free wow. um, with our membership. There's a lot of perks um, when doctors get in. There's a couple of companies that they're not even on the website and that we have an NDA that doctors have to sign. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I actually, I'm married. Now you say that. Yeah. It's we have back some confidential yeah, yeah. deals that yep. are like surprises yep. <laughs> once you get in. But um, I mean, there's a lot that, you know, doctors will tell me that just on that one purchase, it saved their membership, you know, for Without several years. Without so. a doubt. No, it's a no-brainer. I mean, honestly, I, I can't stress that enough. And um, again, in this platform, I'm trying to expose people to things, knowing what I know about how the rigors of day in and day out. And in the trenches, I really want to help people, uh, help my colleagues have ways to succeed and find that success more easily uh, with less stress. You know, orthodontists by and large, mostly successful, but it takes a toll uh, and it's a challenge. And if we can use the companies that are there to fight for us and on our behalf to make our lives easier, like Mary's List. I, 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 again, I'm, I'm all for it. And and it's been actually cool for me knowing you for many years and having conversations kind of in about my practice and, but to really hear about the ins and outs of the business more and how you got to this point, because it's, it's really a, a quite a fascinating trajectory. And I give you credit, as I said, for not for, for staying in that lane and being like, Hey, this is the right place because uh, our, it, I think it would be very hard to continue the quality of service and, and the expertise and the precision and the customer care that you all provide if you did start branching out into those other areas. And I'm certainly not telling you how to do what you do, but, but it's just, you it's just, need to. I it's mean, just honestly, like, it's so nice that you guys are no ortho and you're there yeah. for orthodontists and you know what we go through and you know how to help us out. And yeah. that's great. And we're growing. I mean, it, like I said, it's member driven. We were looking at the numbers this year. We've already passed last year. Wow. Doctors. In August, I mean, that's I amazing. Think as of last month, and we keep growing. And, Great. you know, we've got things in front of us that we know are going to keep us growing and, you know, bringing more members in and helping more doctors. You know, I mean, my, my philosophy is going to stay the same. And we want to continue to save the doctor's money, keep the membership low so it's affordable. You know, when, and when you think about it, um, I mean, I had one doctor told me, he said, Mary, you could charge five times what you charge for the membership and people mm -hmm. probably wouldn't leave, mm -hmm. but we don't need to do that. And mm -hmm. I don't, That's I mean, great. doctors are already paying so much for so many things. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I want to give the doctors a break on something and we do well, because like I said, we don't have a gigantic team. You know, it is expensive when we go to the meetings, 
Um, but you know, all of my trainers, they work remote. Not everybody goes to all the meetings. Um, you know, we pick and choose the meetings to go to, Mm -hmm. but, um, you know, that's, that's one of the ways I think that, you know, the doctors it's helped us grow is when we do go and see our members. I mean, for example, that this last year at the AAO, you know, there was, I, I was trying to remember back, was it two or three years we didn't have the AAO? Do you I think it was two. COVID? Yeah, I think it was two. I think it was two. Um, but but this last year when uh, we were in Chicago, I had added a company a year ago and it was introduced to me by a doctor's husband who runs her practice. And it was a, a product that we kind of laugh, you know, it's called Silly Pint. It's a silicone cup and they have containers too, but you can personalize them. And you know, this little cup is a thing that you can give to the patient the last day when they get the braces off. And on our list, we have the containers, you know, for candy that you can put up on your wall and yep. the candy. Yep. And so what the doctors would do is they'd fill, you know, gum and hard candy and things you can't have when you have braces and then give them this cup and they just go down the wall and fill it up, you know, as they're, cool. end of the, mm-hmm. you know, thank you for being our patient. And anyway, this company though, I was able to negotiate a wholesale deal with them, which I I think we have about three or four of those on the list. And then they came back to me and they said, well, we also have an affiliate deal. And I said, well, what is that? And they said, well, it's an extra 10 up to 20% that you get back if you hit these levels, you know, throughout the year. And I said, well, we don't do those. I said, you know, if you can do those affiliate deals, give it back to the doctors Mm -hmm. And they said, well, it's wholesale. And unfortunately, we can't apply an affiliate deal to a wholesale deal. So this was just going to be lost money. And I was mm-hmm. like, I hate losing money. Yeah. And so I told Emily, I said, I know what we're going to do. <laughs> so as the checks come in, we put them in an account, have to pay taxes on them. So they tell me, you know, how much taxes are going to be taken out. And then at the end of the year, we said, we're going to go out and go shopping and give away prizes at the booth for our members. So our members will come to the booth and they usually bring friends and they can. And so this last year we had enough from silly pint that we gave away a Chanel wallet, a Gucci men's wallet, a Louis Vuitton handbag and a Tiffany diamond necklace. My goodness. For our doctors, you know, when they came up and we had this, and it was all from the money that we just pulled. So that shows you how much you could be, you know, taking in on the backside if you did kind of deals and stuff, but we just don't do it. I would rather have it, you know, and it's an exclusive deal, you know, for our members. Yep. Um, you know, we had a company that we just added as a matter of fact today that we at, we always ask the group, you know, would you like this company on the list? And, you know, if there's any horror stories we want to know. Yep. Um, and Which just, is also super powerful to have that. Yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. And, you know, you can DM me if you don't want to put it out there, but, you know, it, it's prevented us from adding some that might have not been great. But no, this company, it was a no brainer. They actually sent me the product and I, I tested it because I had a new crown that I had to have replaced. It's called a dental pain eraser. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. That thing works. Yeah. I've heard amazing things about it. I mean, and everybody that has talked about it in our group. So they were waiting for our group deal and we announced it today. Oh, cool. And so I know the members are going to be really excited. You know, I get excited when, you know, I know that we've helped them save and it's fun, you know, yeah. it, Gives them more money so that they can pay their staff more, you know, or put it into a 401k and have more for your retirement, you know, instead of overpaying for things and just having it go down the drain, 
And so without a doubt, and I honestly, part of the reason I was able to retire from practice in my mid forties was being fiscally responsible throughout my whole almost 20 year career. Uh, even when I started with no patients and nothing, uh, I understood the importance of, and still always provided the best, took pride in providing the best, highest quality of everything that I put in a patient's mouth at the same time. Um, did it in a strategic way. And as I said, I was pretty good at it, and but it just didn't have that next tier until I came into Mary's list and realized, whoa, there's some purchasing power here that can drive that already down. And that's why I think the combination of the systems with the uh, product and, and Mary's list product of having that brand and being able to have that purchasing power, it just, it really is a no-brainer. I mean, it's, a, it's just, so I'm not surprised you're growing. I also love the story about you giving it back because I think that just speaks to your integrity and the integrity of the business. And um, a lot of people wouldn't do that they would just have that be bonus for them. And I think it's awesome that you give that back to the doctors and, and without even thinking about it, that that's, that's something you want to do because you want to uphold the integrity. So it's not an accident uh, in the businesses. As I do this more and talk to more people and companies and doctors and business owners, uh, I learn more and more. There are certain trends and themes that come through and those who succeed and it's a passion for what they do and it's honesty and integrity and it's wanting to do at the end of the day what's right for the people that they serve and clearly that's something Mary's List does and does well and uh and I give you a lot of a lot of credit for that and and on behalf of the ortho community I want to thank you because you've saved a lot of doctors a lot of money and and that helps their quality of life uh, and maybe they don't have to work as many years maybe they can hire those extra team members that now will help them have less stress or get home at the end of a hard day to their family without having as much work. And the, it adds up. It's those little things, as you said in the beginning, we, we obsess over the big purchase items, you know, the iCats, the iTeros. But at the end of the day, we can budget for those. We put them on a payment plan, but it's those little kind of death by a thousand cuts of those little purchases day after day, week after week, month after month that will chip away at at our reserves uh, and leave us with a lot less at the end of the year. And obviously you guys get that. Uh, and I'm going to keep trying to get that message out to young doctors, especially, but to all docs, because I think it's so important. So, right. Yeah. I mean, because sometimes I've talked to doctors that they're like, well, just do more production, you know? And I'm like, well, why not do both? Mm -hmm. You know, I why completely not agree. Grow your practice there, there, there's two numbers there. There's, there's, <laughs> <laughs> that margin's a double-edged sword. There's a, yeah. there's a production number and there's a, a, a overhead number. And the thing is, is we get so focused on this number, you know, and, and it's like, I'll just do another 10 starts. But with those 10 starts, taxes, your systems, your, your, your resources, your facilities, your, your, your inventory, your order, it, it doesn't just, and then you want to do something else and it's another 10 starts. And it, I see, I see that and hear that all the time. Yeah, Why just, would working harder. Yeah. Yeah. Working and, harder. You know, I just tell every doctor when you join, don't just delegate this to your ordering person mm -hmm. and forget about Agreed. it. Agreed. Agreed. You yep. know, this is important, you know, be on the coaching call with my trainers, Yep. watch them as they're moving things over, you know, once you get it dialed in, you know, then it's just reordering, but yep. you know, get it dialed in and, and be involved in that because it's your money. And, you know, we have, three doctor practices that have said that they've saved hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. I believe it. I mean, in the multiples. Yep. And so it adds up, you know, and then we have doctors that, you know, cause people will think, well, I don't know if I'm going to save enough, you know, to cover the 1300. It's only a little over a hundred a month. Month, Right. Yeah. And you know, people spend that at Starbucks. Exactly. Or, you know, lunch. Yes. 
and, you know, invest in the practice because you're going to get it back. Yep. It's almost impossible now, you know, and like I said, you know, doctors that really get into it and understand it have said you could charge a lot more, but that's our, our goal is not to just charge as much as we possibly could get away with. Yep. You know, we've always wanted to over deliver and under promise yep. to our members so that, you know, it, we have doctors that have small practices that would literally stand in the booth. This one doctor in particular, I just love her. She would stand in the booth and recruit. And if somebody said, well, I don't know if I'm big enough yet. She goes, if you're not big enough yet, then you really need to do it. Yeah, she said, I don't get true. discounts the yes. bigger people do. Yes. And she said, and I don't have the volume, but I still save it several times over, yep. many times over. Yep. Um, you know, from promotional items to help you grow your practice, like for imprint, you know, they're the biggest promotion. Yeah, many of these you've said I've used with four imprint. Yeah. We, had, we were using them before. With, and then we started using with Mary's List and our pricing was tremendously different. Yeah, because with, with the company like that, we have their max discount on any size order and then an extra 2% on top of that. Yep. And so you don't have to place a gigantic order, you know, to get to the 10% anymore. And so we, you know, we look at the companies, we, we vet them carefully for quality and service. And I think because of my background, I know who a lot of the great companies and the, the people at the companies and who would really work hard to take care of our members. And um, it's just, you know, it just works. You know, we, we have, we've had doctors that, you know, came by our booth this last year, there was one towards the very end of the show and one of her classmates brought her by and she talked to Emily. I was busy with quite a few people. They talked for a while, a good while. She signed up and then Emily said she just wanted to say hello and meet me. So I was like, okay. So I went over and I said, hello. And I don't remember exactly how she said it, but basically what she said was when I walked into your booth, she said it was a total different vibe. Mm -hmm. And she said, I could immediately tell that y'all were different and that you're a team and that you really care about the members. And she said, and I could feel that, you know, with, and I already felt that before, but she said, but when, when I walked into the booth, she said, basically, she said, it just blew me away. Yep. And I just, I was like, I kind of sat there and just smiled. A proud parenting moment on multiple <laughs> levels, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're, I couldn't do it without the great team that we have. I mean, I really couldn't. Um, you know, it's, it's, and it was humbling, you know, that we got that award. And I, I told the team, I said, it meant more than all the awards I got at all the companies wow. I was at, you know, for sales or training or marketing or whatever I said, because this was voted by our doctors, the doctors, yeah, you know, in the teams. And, you know, it tells me that y'all are doing a good job. Yeah, no, it's, it is. And you, and you all are doing an amazing job. So no, thank you. I really do. I thank you for what you do, what you're doing for the profession um, and what your team does. Uh, really, it, it, it's huge. You've, you've helped so many doctors and, and that's just wonderful. And, and it's great to hear you're going to continue to for, for uh, as, as long as possible. Yeah, and I'm uh, healthy. And that's right. So. It's, 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 it's super exciting. So thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to explain yeah. it all and talk to our listeners about this. Uh, I think it's great information. And the more we can help docs to, to find ways to help them succeed. Uh, it, it's just, I'm all for it, which is why I wanted to chat with you. And I, and I thank you so much for, for taking the time out to do it. Yeah, it's fun. I mean, I, I've never had anybody kind of dig this deep into, you know, my head and <laughs> what, what we have achieved and, you know, philosophies and, 
Um, you know, I, I, and it was something I think I learned really early on. Um, I, I had a few jobs, you know, before I got into ortho mm -hmm. and uh, I was at one restaurant that the owner, I think he in his lifetime owned 10 restaurants, but they had an MIT program manager and training program. Okay. And I mean, his whole concept was customer is king or queen. Mm -hmm. And if you remember that, you're going to be successful. And, you know, I, I took that in sales, you know, mm -hmm. with my doctors and it's funny, I always put them and the companies may not like it, but I put them before the company mm -hmm. for myself, you know, because they're the decision maker that is going to make the whole thing work. And, you know, you have to be looking out for their best interest. Yeah. And clearly you are. And, and that shows. <laughs> So well, thank you so much. And uh, it's been it's been a pleasure and I've enjoyed learning about it and uh, hearing your background and story. It's fascinating. You've, you've done quite a bit in your career. And I think all that's come together to culminate into why Mary's List is so successful. So thanks so much for taking the time. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. All right. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching this episode of The Doc Podcast. Be sure to visit theorthocoach.com to get access to CE courses or schedule a private one-on-one -on -one coaching session with me. And remember to join the doc community on Locals for more great content designed to help you succeed both personally and professionally. Just go to Locals and search for the doc community. You can also find doc on Instagram at at theorthocoach. And remember, you have the power to do amazing things.